Blog Talk Radio. Something is wrong with you. This this Cleveland Browns team 
was not the Cleveland Browns team from the past couple of years. They were not. They are not. They're a whole lot better team. They're a whole lot better coach. So for you to say that you're disappointed in the Saints because they only won by three points or two points, um, you're stupid. I just want to put it out there like that. <laughs> I'm just going to put it like that. You're stupid. Because this is the NFL. These are pro players. They are play, paid millions of dollars to play sports, to play football. And if you're going to say that the Saints should have beat Cleveland by more than what they did, you stupid. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. What you got, CC? That's, that's just fans just talking. Everybody feel like their team is always going to be the best team and cannot lose because, like I've been hearing all week at work, I work with a lot of diehard Saints fans. And when I say diehard to the point where they don't want you to talk to them if you, like, if the Saints lose, they at that point, like, don't talk to me when they come to work on Monday. And everybody was basically just saying the same thing. Like we said last week, on paper, the Saints had this game. It should have been a blowout. Because how you go and put up 40 they put up 42 points, 40 points last week, but you only put up 21 points this week. Like, hey, what is that saying? Like, you had a better defense last week with Tampa Bay than you did with the Browns, but they they held y'all to 21 points. Now, granted, the game was a very slow game. Like, the first half of the game was very slow for me. I was like, this is a drag. Like, I need somebody to score. Like, I need somebody to do something. And it was just, like, a drag fest to me. Like, I literally was going to sleep at halftime. I was like, you know, I got to sit up and watch. Hopefully, you know, the Saints going to come back and they're going to do it. They came back and they pulled off a win. But to me, it was not an impressive win at all from them. Like, I didn't see the Saints play better against better teams. And I don't know if they tried to play down, like we said, again, when they played Tampa Bay, if they tried to play down to their opponent, which they should never do. I feel like every team should look at this game as they're starting off fresh 0-0 and play to the highest potential. Because like you said, the game is about make, uh, whoever makes the most points, defense makes the stop, you know. So it was just a drag game for me. I felt like the Saints played down. I did feel like defense played a better game than the first game. So that was a shocker to me there. But offense didn't get it going at all. No, nah, they, they they did not get it going at all. They were very sluggish. Um, if you watched um, the game, if you really watched the game, you you, you knew that the Saints balance-wise, there was no balance in the game. You know, the running game was, was not doing anything. The passing game was not there. Uh, they were running the ball more than they were passing. Um, and it just it, – it, it really – it looked like they were just – like they had overlooked Cleveland. And you can't look over. You can't overlook any team in this in this league. I'm sorry. Again, as I said before, mm-hmm. these are professional players. They get paid millions of dollars to play this game of football. And we cannot. You can never look overlook anybody in this game. And I really feel like I don't know if Sean Payton has lost that fire that he he's had over the years. The last time he played Greg Williams, it's like Sean Payton was dancing all over the field. He was so excited. He wanted to bust people in their face. He was talking back to the players. This week, he was just walking around the sideline, uh, lackadaisical, just 
doing whatever, chewing on his bubblelicious or whatever the hell he chews on. I mean, it just didn't seem like he was he, he had any enthusiasm or any excitement for this game. I, I saw him yell at a couple of players, you know, when Michael Thomas um fumbled the ball, he went over there and he was in his face telling him, you know, that's unacceptable, especially with him fumbling the ball. So I did see him, like, kind of getting in players' face. But like you said, every time he used to play Greg Williams, like, it was definitely the fire in it that they had to win. And they kind of always go against each other to make sure, you know, it's always going to be a rivalry with them too. But uh, in the news earlier in the week, they said that them are like, very cool now. They're very cordial. They may not be the best of friends, but now it's just a friendly game. It, it may not be that competition that it used to be where – Maybe back in the day they probably really did hate each other, but now it's just a friendly game of football. Sean Payton probably losing it. You never know. Uh, Sean Payton been head coach for a while. Maybe it is time for something new. I like Sean Payton. He fits in the city very well, but he don't have that fire this season. I don't see that fire. Maybe we'll see that fire coming up with this with this game with Atlanta, but I don't see that fire in him with the first two games. It, it just wasn't there for him, like especially with the play calling for offense, and it, it was not there for him with me. No, it definitely sure. wasn't. But like I said, it's still the beginning of the season. They got to shake out these kinks and get everything going and get their blood flowing and really, you know, play people like they – well, I can't say like because it's a whole new year, but, you know, get that feel that they, you know, I don't know, is that aggression? Like I felt like they didn't have it the first game. And defense came out with it more this game than offense did. And it's like they're not on page. I don't think offense and defense is on page with each other. I'm not sure what's going on. Are they practicing together or what? But I don't feel like that they're on page with anything with these games. With moving they, forward. They're, really, they're really not on the same page with each other. You know, we look at some of the stats. And I'm going to go at Cleveland right quick. Uh, Tyrod Taylor had a pretty decent game, 22 of 30. For 246 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, not a bad game from him. He he looked he didn't look bad. He had that, that he had that big big touchdown pass um, mm-hmm. at the end of the third quarter, I think it was, or the end of the first quarter. I, I'm trying to remember what it was, but he slung the ball down the field, and it was a ridiculous he has touchdown. An arm. Yes, he does. He definitely has on. So. He didn't look too bad. And we go over to Drew Brees. Drew Brees is 28 for 35, 243 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. Uh, the rushing game, 13 carries for uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, 46 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, he had an 18-yard with his longest uh, rush. Michael Thomas does what Michael Thomas does, 12 catches, uh, 89 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Ted Ginn, four catches. 55 yards, zero touchdowns. Kamara did a thing in receiving, six catches, uh, 53 yards. Ben Watson's three catches, 19 yards, and that big, big, big overthrow that Drew Brees overthrew him in the end zone for that touchdown. That was now let's, ridiculous. Let's talk about that for a second. A lot of people was – I didn't – I kind of didn't blame that on Drew Brees because I remember, like, being at – football practice in high school and watching the boys play. And I remember one of the coaches used to say, if the ball touch your hands, 
or your finger, the tip of your fingers, that means the ball is very catchable. Now, when he mm-hmm. overthrew that ball, like like it kind of touched his fingers. So I feel like that ball was still catchable. So I feel mm-hmm. like he stopped running to me. And everybody was, like, blaming Drew Brees and was like, oh, he overthrew it, he overthrew it. But I felt like Tegan, like, stopped running a you little bit or was just running a little bit too slow. So I don't know. Yeah. It was, like, both the overthrown balls that um he did with Carr and Tegan, I felt like they – they they were his fault for being overthrown, but I still feel like the receiver should have ran a little bit harder to catch it. But everybody was blaming Drew for that, but I didn't too much blame him for them. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I like what you said. If the ball touch your fingers, it's a catchable. I like that. I like that. I really like that. So, I mean, we may not want to blame Drew for that, but you know who's going to get the blame for it. Well, I put it this oh, way. Of course, he took the blame for it. So he he said it a in all one real, of his interviews. He said a lot of real Saints fans who love Drew Brees is not are not going to blame Drew Brees for overthrowing that pass. They're going to say that they dropped the ball. So um, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> so, um, defensively, we had a pretty decent game on defense. Uh, AJ Klein had a pretty decent game, six tackles. Uh, three assisted. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still looking for Mr. Cam Jordan. Um, he only had two tackles. <laughs> now, he did have two sacks. I'll give him that. But he's not getting, he's not getting the tackles that I think he, he should have. But he did have two sacks. I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him that. I'm going to give him that. Uh, Mark of Dab- the thing with Cam Jordan. With the thing with Cam Jordan, I feel like everybody's asking, like, where's Cam Jordan? Where's Cam Jordan? I feel like he wants everybody else to get involved, and he he still does have to make them big plays, but he's trying to get all his line involved. Like, if everybody is involved, you will see the fire in his eyes, like, going to rush the quarterback and trying to get them sacked. I just feel like right now he's trying to get everybody involved in the defense before he makes, like, big plays, and I feel like that's kind of selfish. Like, you show up, you do your job. Don't worry about it. That's I always tell people. Like, don't worry about somebody else doing their job. That's on them. But as long as you do your job, you'll see the improvement, and I feel like he has to step up. Like you said, he, he had two big sacks, but last season, Cam was sacking and knocking quarterbacks down like it was nothing. Like, people were scared of Cam Jordan. Like, they knew he was coming for them. But a lot of people not scared of him this season. So, like I said, this next game, it, it it's going to have to prove something. Yeah, he's going to have to come out and, and, and make noise. This 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 game, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, uh, talk about this Falcons team. This game is going to be a huge, huge early season divisional game for both teams. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, And, and I also want to talk about uh, our backup quarterback, Taysom Hill, who's returning hmm. kickoff. <laughs> Very interesting. Kickoff. He had one, one return he did for 47 yards, which was not bad. The kid has some moves. He's pretty fast. But again, he's our backup quarterback. Your thoughts on a backup quarterback? He's that player that wherever you put him, he's going to play. I don't want to brag right. on myself, but that's how I was mm-hmm. when I played softball. Like, Whatever uh, the coach wanted me to go, if it was pitching, if it was catching, I played first base, second base, third base, shortstop, and outfield. Wherever the coach put me, I played my best. 
And he's that player. Like, if you put him at quarterback, he's going to show you I can play quarterback. You put him at receiver, he's probably he'll probably be a good tight end if if they let him. And right. when he's on special teams, you see you see him on special teams if it's for uh, receiving the ball or if they're kicking off. So whatever Sean Payton asks him to go or asks him to do something, he does it. He's just that good. Like I really like Taysom Hill. Like he may be a really good backup quarterback, but I feel like he would be a, a good backup anywhere he goes. Like if they put him on defense, he might do something on the line too. Who knows? He's just that put him at good. He might just do something. <laughs> I mean, he's a new slash. He's a new slash for the for the Saints. I mean, you know they had that dude uh, Cordell Stewart back in the G. Uh, mm-hmm. Now we got Taysom Hill, who's the new slash, and he's not that bad. So, you know, you got to give him his props. He's doing a great job. Uh, I think Sean Payton sees something in him, and uh, he wants to kind of show him, you know, show him that – show the show the league that players can do those kind of things. So, we shall see how that mm-hmm. continues to work. Um, so, that's the, the, the Cleveland game. I think, again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give my last thoughts on this game before we take a break. Um, we have to play better. We have to do better. Um, again, I, I'm I'm not drinking the Saints Kool Aid. I'm gonna put it that way. I'm not drinking the red Kool Aid just yet. It's not time for me to drink it. Uh, first of all, it's not cold yet. It ain't been in the freezer long enough. I needed to get cold. So, um, the Saints need to play better defensively. We got to come out and we got to take control of the game early and show these teams that this is the same team. That played last year, so um, it's again, it's still early. We're only two games into the season, but we gotta make a move now. We can't, we can't play around. We got Carolina. I mean, excuse me, we got Atlanta coming up this week, and we can't play around. So my big thing is defense, defense, defense. Gotta get better. Cece, what's your thoughts? Your final thoughts on this Cleveland game? Same thing you said, defense got to get better, but I feel like that Cleveland game was all offense. Like I said, you put up 40 points in the first game and you barely got 21 points this game. That's not going to fly. Like I said, I didn't blame Drew Brees for the two touchdown catches that was overthrown, but he took the blame on it, and I feel like everybody has to step up because Michael Thomas, even though he had a good game, he still fumbled the ball, and he fumbled in two games, and that's not like him. So I feel like offense, when you have a good defensive game, your offense is slacking. So, like I said, they both got to get on the same page. Players got to come out and play their heart. So they just got to leave it all on the turf because that Cleveland game was kind of like a wake-up call for the Saints. I know it's been a minute since they beat Cleveland because Cleveland always plays them very well. But even though people are just saying, oh, it's just Cleveland, no, it's always just going to be somebody, and it's going to be somebody better or somebody worse. So it's up to the Saints. They're going to step up and make it happen. But I feel like this is more offense because with them holding Cleveland to 18 points, that was that was decent. It, it wasn't good, but it was just decent. So I feel like this fell on offense. Offense got to get it together, and Drew just got to find his receivers, and they got to get some rushing yards. That's that's where they went in on the ground. So that's all I have to say about that game. That's what's up. That's what's up. So look, we gonna take a break. 
We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the Dirty Birds. The Atlanta mm. Falcons, man, is going down this weekend at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. New Orleans Saints at Atlanta Falcons. Get ready for that. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about that. We got more coming for you, NFL news. We got some Pelicans news, training camp. The week away, NBA is coming up. Um, and then we got our picks of the week coming up later on in the show. We are broadcasting live on TuneIn. Download the TuneIn app. Go to your favorite app store. Download TuneIn and search WTXD Talk Radio. You are tuned in to Overtime Sports Talk right here on WTXG Talk Radio. Crater, the mother of all potholes. For decades, it's tormented the people of this town. They try to fill it, but it always returns. Got me good. But you know, State Farm's got you, too. Yeah? You hear that? You ain't nothing! Are you trash-talking a pothole? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Go with the one that's here to help life go right. State Farm. Dixie RV Superstore is your number one source for the largest selection of new and pre-owned RVs. You are sure to find the RV of your dreams with 68 acres of motorhomes, travel trailers, fifth wheels, and toy haulers. We also have an RV collision center and 56 service space to better serve you. Dixie RV, located off I-12 exit 35 in Hammond. Check us out at DixieRV.com or give us a call at 888-DIXIE-RV. And as always, Dixie Dixie RV Superstore is helping you retire one weekend at a time. Right here on Old Time Sports Talk. Right here on WCXG Talk Radio. I'm your boy Thomas. He's getting in here live with my girl CC Hartford. We're giving it to you live. Real Sports Talk. Real Sports Fan. If you want to call in, hit us up. If you got any comments about anything, 
sports related, hit us up. 516-531-9540. That's 516-531-9540. And Big C, before we go any further, is it okay if I give a shout out to a couple of people because they've been bothering me all for like the last three weeks. So one big shout out to my biggest support system, which is my mom, my sister, my brother, and my brother-in-law, who listens to me every week, texts me on their comments and everything, and let me know what's going on. So a big shout out to them. What's up? What's up, mom? Brother, sister, (laughs) brother-in-law? What's happening? Yeah. My brother-in-law, he'd be like, hey, you need to talk about this. Say this. Do this. <laughs> so, they told me if I don't give him a shout-out, they was going to kick me out the family. So, I had to give a big shout-out. So, that's to my mom, Alicia, Kiata, Kevin, and Manuel. That's what's up. Shout-out, y'all. Thank y'all for listening and supporting the show, supporting CC. She's doing her thing, you know. We love her. We love her. She, y'all kick out, out of y'all family. We going to keep her in our family. So. <laughs> We just, we just we're gonna ask for uh, child support though. We're gonna need some ch- support. <laughs> so y'all gonna have to write a check. If y'all kick her out. I, I, going to the people, thank you. and I want a check. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, so on to this Falcon Dirty Bird game, right? Yes. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. The Atlanta Falcons. Um, it is Hate Week. Uh, beat the Falcons is the hashtag that we post. Uh, well, I post um, and everybody's posting right now. I, I, I don't understand. Well, I understand and I don't understand the hate that they have for the Falcons. I mean, I understand it. The Falcons are a team we truly dislike. They want to be like New Orleans so bad. They want to have the New Orleans cuisine. They want to name their stadium after a stadium here in New Orleans. They want to be like us. They want to be. Um, they just. They just want to be New Orleans. They want to be the New Orleans of the East. They go to Atlanta. There's New Orleans restaurants everywhere. A taste of New Orleans. Uh, Atlanta's New Orleans cuisine. No, it don't work like that. It just don't work like that. So I guess I do understand why we dislike them that much. <sighs> but this week is going to be a big game, man. Big early season divisional. Game against the Falcons. CC, I'm gonna let you jump on early. Your thoughts, your feelings on this Atlanta Falcons New Orleans Saints game this weekend, one o'clock on Fox. This is gonna be a really tough game. Like I said, we every time um, the first Atlanta game of the season is always like that the big game because it's the first the time fight. these rivalries do meet. Yeah, and it's the first time that these rivalries do meet. So. Looking at the Atlanta game, um, the first game of the season when they played Philly and then when they um, played Carolina last week, like, I don't know. This is going to be a tough game for the Saints. This is going to be a really tough game for the Saints. So, uh, I don't know. But uh, on the hate week stuff, Twitter is on and popping for Atlanta. Like, I see a lot of people pages getting um, suspended behind this hate week and it's getting real people calling hands and everything. But – um, same thing we talked about. Defense is gonna uh play a major part in this game. When Matt Ryan and Drew Brees go head to head, their numbers are damn near identical. 
So it's gonna defense is gonna be the um the winner for this game. Now we know the Saints defense has been struggling. They are trying to get their little stride, but um defense is gonna be the winner for this game. And not only defense, I feel special teams um will probably make a difference in this game also. Because mm-hmm. like you said, we talk about Taysom Hill, um I feel like with Tommy Lee Lewis uh, not practicing today, nope. depending on going into game time, if he's going to play or not, that's, well, we that's going to be a big factor. We just got news on Tommy okay. Lee Lewis, and I want to see that out there. Mm-hmm. He has been placed on injury reserve. Injury reserve. Oh, so no Tommy so. Lee Lewis until maybe week eight. He might be out too. So, yeah, so that's so, going to be a – that's right there is going to be a big factor. And I know he haven't had any – he had a couple decent runs, not a lot of big ones. But do you think Taysom Hill is going to be ready for this big challenge with the with the Atlanta game being like the big game, the rivalries, even the players go at it on Twitter, like ready and everybody talking smack. So, I don't know. It, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough game. So, gonna, both, both be... teams put it like that. It's going to be very interesting, and I think looking at I'm, – I'm looking at the injury report right now uh, for the Saints. Uh, Taysom Hill – I mean, I'm sorry, Tyler Davidson did not practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a foot injury. Manti Teo did not practice today. He has knee. Uh, Tommy Lewis, knee issues. He's been placed on injury reserve. Um, players that were limited today were um, Terrell Armstead with a knee uh, Andrews Pete with a knee, and also Ted Ginn with a knee. So um, those three players were limited in practice today. Now for the Falcons, the Falcons got a lot going on. They have a lot. They definitely of do. Since players. week one, their injury list is has been hitting them hard. Uh, Julio Jones didn't practice today. He has a calf injury. Um, Devontae Freeman, he is out for the game. He went, he did not practice today, but he is out for the game. But you got to look at uh, the Falcons. They have another good running back, Coleman, who got the Saints last year. He, he rushed for three touchdowns mm-hmm. against the Saints last year. So got to watch him. Um, uh, what's the guy from LSU who played for LSU, played for the Falcons? He's out um, um, for the game. So the Falcons are, are, are beat up a little bit early in the season. So it's, it's going to be a way – it's going to have to be a game where the Saints have to take advantage of those injuries, because um, we know Definitely. Julio Jones, Julio Jones is the number one receiver. He's going to be the number one guy that Matt Ryan throws to. They got to watch him. I mean, he he's hurt, but they're going to still target him the whole game. Definitely going to still target him. So that's why Lattimore got a. Um, he played a better game last week, um, but it wasn't like that rookie season, like we always go back to from last season with Lattimore. So hopefully he finds his stride against Atlanta. Somebody tell him something, you know, he sees something on Twitter. And, and, you know, sometimes when you see somebody say something, you have to prove them wrong. And a lot of people have been talking about him, and he's been in the conversation. So we know that he's probably going to be on Julio, especially how it was last season. With him mm-hmm. being on Julio, he, he made a lot of big stops against Atlanta last year. So he's going to, of course, be targeted because they're saying that he's having – a bad start of the season. Um, so, of course, they're going to target him if he's going to be covering Julio Jones for this game. Mm-hmm. 
But it's gonna be even with injuries on both sides, it's gonna be it's still gonna be a great game. And and you know this Falcons team always bring their A game against the Saints. I mean that's any divisional game. Always. I mean anytime you, you, they play Carolina, they play Tampa Bay, they play Atlanta. These games are always games that come down to the end, or it may be a blowout. But most of the time, mm-hmm. these games are, are, are close games. Both of these teams are fighting, and I, I don't see anything changing at all with um with any of this. So it's going to be very interesting to see how these teams play, how they come out, how our defense responds, because we talked about that in the last segment talking about the bronze game, how our defense has to step up. We have to step up in this game. You got to get on Julio. You got to stop Coleman in, in the run game. I, I need Karen Jordan to come out and make a move. I need Davenport. I need Sheldon Rankin. I need the whole defense to come out and make plays. You put out the bad signal for uh, the Saints defense this game because they're definitely going to need it. Um, Drew Brees, I need Drew Brees to get the ball out in time. Don't hold the ball too long um, this game. Like, try to avoid sacks. Like, I need you to be on your P's and your Q's because they are going to attack him. Like, they, he's public enemy number one in Atlanta. So, it's definitely going to be a good game. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to to see offense and how well they can take advantage of some of these these defensive uh, injuries. Because again, as we said before, they have a lot of injuries, but we gotta we have to take advantage of it. Um, again, the Falcons are not a bad team. This is not the Browns. They are not playing the Cleveland Browns this week. So this is um, the Atlanta Falcons. Like this this game is probably gonna. De- uh, um, depict the entire season from here on out because oh, yeah. win or lose, the Saints have to find a stride. But this is always the game that's going to tell fans what the season is going to be like because if they come out and they play hard and it's a close game, and even if they lose, that's going to get the fans a little bit of peace of mind to say, okay, Maybe, you know, we, we aren't that bad. We just have a little bit more tweaking to do, a little bit more practicing. We could still win it out. It's still early, game game three of the uh, season, so it's still kind of early. But if the Saints come out like they did with that Tampa Bay game or the mm-hmm. beginning of the Browns game and just come out slow with just no emotion, just no stride, just nothing, that's going to be like the downfall of the season where everybody's going to be like, all right, y'all, pull out your brown paper bags. It's, it's that uh, season again. It's going to be that type of season again. So I feel like if they come out and play with that emotion and that heart and that fire that everybody knows that they can play with, this can be a really great game. This This game is going to determine the season for me, maybe not for everybody else, but for me this game is – the the factor of the season. It always is because everybody knows the Saints and Atlanta game is the biggest rivalry probably of the season. Mm-hmm. Both games, when they play at home and when they play away. I got a chance to witness both games um, playing in Atlanta. I got a chance to go to Atlanta one year and go to the games and seeing how the fans like literally react to that game, New Orleans <laughs> be in that thing deep. 
So it's oh, going to yes. feel like a semi-home game for the Saints because they're going to have the fans there and they're going to be cheering them on, but they can't let that get in their head because, you know, it's Atlanta. So I just want them to come out and just come out with that fire and get it popping. Like, don't don't <laughs> don't start off slow and sluggish. Like, come out with fire. I want Drew Brees just to come out the gate just spawning, it, just Getting yards, get get the first down, fight for it. I want everybody to protect the ball, protect America. They're gonna be trying to hit them, and everybody protect, you know, protect them, and we'll have a great game Sunday. It's it's gonna be a good game either way. I mean, win or lose, I think both teams are gonna come out and they're going to. It's gonna be like a heavyweight championship boxing match. Somebody gonna get knocked down, the other person gonna get knocked down. They're gonna get up, they're gonna keep fighting it out going to be a very interesting matchup. Again, we need our running game. We need balance. We need balance. We're going to need the offense and, I mean, we're going to need the running game and the passing game to kind of match each other this week. You know, we're going to need Alvin Kamara because he's really the only running back that's really doing anything out of the running mm-hmm. backs that we have. And I, I hate to say that. This team is really, really, really missing Mark Ingram. And, and if anybody says that that's not true, then you smoking crack. You smoking that crack. Well, I didn't see a, just... I, I a lot of people on Twitter that was like, hey, after this, we need to pay Mark, get Mark back on the field yes. because he is dismissed yes. very much. So I didn't see a lot of things say that he is missed. He's missed. He's missed because he's, he's that guy who can help with that balance. The him and Kamara help each other out. They work well together. So the Pay Ingram, keep this guy with with Kamara, and then watch this team. Just just watch when 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 Ingram comes back, how different this offense is ran. Just, just watch. I'm just, I'm just saying, just watch. So, um, <laughs> and, and Drew's going to be able to sit in the pocket and throw the ball and beat up on a team. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. just watch. So, uh, Cece, give I us your five. Go ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying, I just noticed Drew Brees have, a, like, a really good game when he have more targets to throw to. So it can't just be Michael Thomas because, you know, they're going to double up on Michael Thomas. And I feel like it, it's time for uh, Ben Watson and Tegan and even, what's his name, Austin Carr. I need all y'all to be alert and ready for Drew to have different targets because when he have multiple targets, the game goes the game goes crazy because he's there, nobody knows who he's going to throw to. So it it is a factor in the game. So I need everybody to be alert. No missed balls this game. Y'all run for everything. Run the field like you ain't ever run a field in your life, Saints. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So give us your final thoughts on the game and your, and your, your predictions and your final thoughts of the game. Um, final thoughts. Defense stepped up. Offense steps up, special teams step up, coaches step up, everybody in that black and gold steps up, make plays, make it happen. Saints going to win. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be like 17-20 or something like that. Um, I do think the Saints is going to win, but it's going to be a tough game, though. Tough game, tough game. Again, I'm with you on that. I think it's going to be a very, very tough game. I think it's going to be a dogfight from beginning to end. Uh, Low-scoring matchup, I'm going to pick uh, the Saints in this one. 
Oh, man, this is going to be a tough one for me. Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints 24-22. Oh, okay. 24-22, Saints. And that's what we're going with that. Okay. That's what I'm going with that. You know so, the city is going to be watching, so y'all get ready for this fight that just going to happen because you know they're going to fight in Atlanta, so... Physically, mentally, spiritually, <laughs> everybody is going to fight. If anybody that, that know me that's going to Atlanta and you going to the game, you get into a fight, uh, please don't call me because I'm not putting no money on your books. I'm not helping you get out of the <laughs> Let you know that right now. Don't call me. I can't help you at all. Hey. I'm not. Things come home. Happen. <laughs> enjoy yourself at the game and come home. Oh man, just come home. So uh let's jump into the NFL news. We got the NFL news going on today. Um the news has come out that Mike Tomlin has lost control of the locker room in Pittsburgh. Um players mm. are missing meetings. Um, um Brown, he missed a meeting this week. That he was disciplined for but a lot of players are missing meetings uh, the players are not listening uh, players are walking out of meetings so your thoughts on, on Mike Tomlin losing his team and, and could this be his last season if he if he doesn't make the playoffs possibly because everybody since I was a little girl my uncle used to be a Steelers fan and Steelers, was, it was like a proud thing to be a Steelers fan. And watching him this season has not been a proud thing. So he possibly could lose his job if they don't make the playoffs. He could probably lose his job midseason if they don't win. So right. And they have not been winning. So it, it's, it's going to be tough, and especially with Antonio Brown throwing shade on Twitter, like telling teams, like, trade me and you'll see what happens. So <laughs> – Obviously, a lot of players are not happy in Pittsburgh. So, that Monday night game against the Broncos, that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, against the the Bucks is, um, it's a very important game. A big factor. Yes. Big factor for him. He is, especially like if, if players are walking out of meetings, like you don't respect your coach. I understand a lot of people be like, oh, I'm a grown ass man. I do what I want. But at the end of the day, that's still your coach. So if you don't respect him, you don't respect his team, and you don't respect his organization. So right. obviously, he if he don't have that respect, it's not going to last long in Pittsburgh for him. Not at all. Not at all. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is concerned that his um his knee could get worse with play, so he may be setting out this week. He's having some um. He, he he was limited at practice today, so he could be sitting out after last week that knee injury he had. He did come back in the game and win it, but he's concerned about his knee getting worse with play. Um, I'm and, concerned and, about his knee getting worse with play. Like, it's Aaron Rodgers, and I know a lot of, you know, you, you want your star player to play, but the more he plays on that knee, it is going to get worse, and he can wind up having a – career-ending injury if he constantly keeps playing on it. Like, no amount of, like, it's never going to be the same. Like, a knee injury, ankle injury, it's never going to be the same. So, if he does not rest, it could get worse. But 
hey, that's up to uh, Green Day and what they're going to do. Once If he tells them that he needs rest, they'll rest him for at least a game, just depending on who they have coming up. Yeah, so that's going to be um, interesting on that. Um, Seattle Seahawks are expecting linebacker Bobby Wagner and Mikael Kendrick to be available for Sunday's game home opener against the Dallas Cowboys. So Thank Bobby Wagner. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my yeah, God. Wagner, that... uh, the all pro linebacker practice Wednesday after missing team's Monday night loss against the, uh, the Chicago Bears with a groin injury. So he will be back. Uh, Kendrick may be playing. He's appealing the NFL suspension uh, that was handed down to him for insider trading. So we shall see. You know, he was with uh, the Cleveland Browns earlier this season, and um, he's he wants to play. So I, I don't understand insider trading. For, I mean, an NFL player making millions of dollars. Well, I guess Martha Stewart did it. So you, you're trying to get that inside. inside. <laughs> Information inside, you can't do that because what if you selling plays to teams, you know, to your rivalry teams? That's like somebody on the same team selling plays to Atlanta, letting them know what what the play is gonna be, so they already know who to attack and where to go. You don't so, want that. So uh, Bobby Wagner is back. I know we talked about that earlier before the show, but Bobby Wagner is. Thank God. Oh my God. This this has been a stressful season for Seattle because with Seattle starting on two, they haven't started on two in years. I wanna say they say since I want if it's not oh seven then it was oh nine. They haven't started on two in almost ten to twelve years. So for this season a lot of people are saying maybe rough time is up and then I did see a lot of people saying about um, their defense is what made him, when they went to the Super Bowl back-to-back, they won the Super Bowl and then they lost to the Patriots. A lot of people were saying, well, that was because of their defense. Russell Wilson is an okay quarterback. He's not top five. But you look at the numbers, he's very much he's my top five. So to have Bobby Wagner back on defense, looking at how the defense played Monday night was okay, but having him back is huge for them because Mm -hmm. he's the one that's jumping over the piles, blocking kicks, and he's there when he needs to be. So that's a big win for them, hopefully against Dallas. I know a lot of people hate Dallas. I think people hate Dallas. Saints fans probably hate Dallas more than they hate Atlanta. So that's a a big win for them. (laughs) Um, Josh Gordon practiced with the New England Patriots today. Um, He didn't practice yesterday. Uh, due to some complications with the contract, but he did with the Patriots. And um, hopefully this guy cleans himself up and becomes a player that they need. The Patriots need help. Uh, I think, um, and I'm going to say I think, I saw how Jacksonville exposed uh, the Packers, I mean, uh, the Patriots last week. So they need help. We talked about that game last week. Remember we talked about that game last week and we were saying like how this was probably going to be the uh, the AFC matchup and mm-hmm. if Jacksonville okay. could prove themselves from last year losing in the AFC um, championship game. So Jacksonville proved themselves and we talked about the trash talk and everything. They proved themselves. So the Patriots are slowly but surely going down because they see time Brady time is winding down and 
they do need some receivers because Gunk can't be their only receiver, you know, at, and he's tight end, so he can't be their only receiver. So maybe mm-hmm. Josh would help them out. Do you want them to have help? I feel like everybody's just, like, they're tired of the Patriots. They're like, somebody else make it, but, hey, the better team always wins. So we'll see how that goes with Josh. Hopefully he play as expected that because I hear a lot of good things about him they say that like he was a great player and everything so hopefully this wakes him up like you say cleans up his act and he does something with the Patriots definitely definitely and finally uh Browns wide receiver Jarvis Landry is questionable for tomorrow night's game against the Browns with a knee injury so uh we'll definitely see how that how that works out with them on um on tomorrow night and see if he if Jarvis Landry played because he's a big he's a big um a big part of that team so we'll definitely see mm-hmm. how well um how well he um if he comes out and plays in that game so um and that's our NFL news for tonight that's our NFL news. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, training yes. camp is week away. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. If go big or go home, you better get ready. We got to do it bigger and bigger this year with the New Orleans Pelicans. So we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the Pelicans. And um, also, we're going to give you our NFL picks for the week before we get out of here. You're tuned in to Overtime Sports Talk right here WTXG Talk Radio. Barbecue Pringles, pizza Pringles. You made barbecue pizza. Wow. 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 Add a jalapeno. Spicy barbecue pizza. Wow. 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 Wow, you can stack different flavors? Nobody asked you, Kevin! Wow. Stack flavors, make new ones. Experience the blend of refined craftsmanship and raw power. New innovation and a tradition of excellence. Luxury and performance engineered to take the crown. Presenting the all-new Lexus LS500 and LS500H. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.
are back live right here in Overtime Sports Talk on WTXB Talk Radio. I'm your boy Thomas Big T, along with my girl CC. She getting it in. We're about to do her favorite segment of the show. Yeah. You know, Pelican. You know, Pelican is one of her favorite teams. So we're about to jump into the Pelicans. Pelicans one is my favorite team. One week away from training camp. A lot going on with the Pels. So let's get let's let's I'm gonna let you jump into the Pelicans first because I know you that's your team. So what's up with the Pels? Okay, so shout out to my Pelicans. Okay, we are one week away from training camp, but they posted Monday we were thirty games. I mean, thirty days away from the season opener. Like I literally screamed at work when I saw that. I was like, oh my god, we're literally a month away from. Our first game. I am so excited, as you can tell. My boys are going to training camp. So I do want to welcome back Jared Jack. A lot of people probably did not know Jared Jack. Jared Jack played with us for, I want to say, two, three seasons, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was with us when we were the Hornets. When we were the Hornets. Yes. Yes. He, He wasn't one of my favorite players when he played then, but... He may can help us out this year, so I'm excited to see what he, what he's gonna do because he had a de- some decent games with New York. So a lot of people they lose their stride in New York, but he better find it when he come back here. And I do want to say my goodbyes to my UConn um, player Emeka Okafor. He was waived by the Pelicans, and that kind of broke my heart. And then I had a joke, and I was like, no, that's not nice. But I was just like, well, I guess we only got room for one over for a We want to hear a joke. Tell a joke. I said, I was just saying, I guess the Pelicans only have room for one over for So, sorry, Mac. (laughs) But um, that kind of hurt me a little bit because when he came in last season, when they picked him up the last couple of games last season, he really – played really well with AD, letting AD get a couple um, minutes of rest, and he was getting the rebounds. He he attacked the paint like I want, like I need a big man to do for the Pelicans. So I'm kind of sad about that, but, it you know, we, we signed him on a 10-day contract, and then they went ahead and just signed him for the rest of the season. So they waived him. So sorry about that, Mac. Maybe – Another team will pick you up. They'll watch some games and see everything you did. They may need a big man. So, but let, 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 me, from, uh-huh. let me let me ask you about this. Let me ask you about Randall and about Alfred Payton. How do you mm-hmm. feel about Alfred Payton being able to take over Rondo's position? Can he handle that? Because that's a big responsibility for a player to come in with a caliber player like Rondo who came in. He was like the general on the court. He was like the coach on the court. Can Alfred Payton handle that position? He's. I think he will handle it. And I I don't look at it as replacing Rondo because nobody will replace Rondo. Like you said, he was like the general when he, when he stepped on the court. So Payton has some big shoes to fill. He's still young. He's still um, – he's been in the league, what, three years now, four years, three years? So he's still kind of young in my eyes with everything. So, but he's going to play really well. Watching him play with Orlando and with Phoenix, he played awesome. Seeing him play, you know, going to the game, seeing him play, he plays very, very well. So 
I'm excited about that pickup. I am because everybody was saying once Rondo left, oh, we're not going to have a guard. Drew's going to go back and lose his stride. And I'm like, nah, Peyton got it. He, he's at home, so that's a good thing with him being at home. So he's going to have the home, the home crowd behind him cheering him on. And nothing like having – a cheer team, you know, a cheerleading team in your corner. Speaking from Chile's point of view, you know, we we make the game better. So him having somebody to really cheer him on and push him is really going to be really big. I'm excited to see what he is going to do. Now with Randall, I am excited to see what he's going to do because watching him play with the Lakers, he's a really good um big man in the post, and I feel like him and AD together. They're gonna be really good together. I'm I'm just excited to see what they're gonna do now. Preseason gonna let me know everything. I'm going to the open practice and everything. That's gonna let me know everything. They they better show out. If not, they they gonna catch me and catch these hands after every game because I'll be ready to fight after loss. So I'm just excited to see them. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be um very interesting um, matchup for those guys. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um and, and I'm I'm really I, I don't want to lose AD like we lost Chris Paul. It's gonna be um it's gonna be a sad sight for this city if we lose AD like we lose like we lost Chris Paul. I mean like we if we if we lose AD like we lost Chris Paul. I think AD loves the city. He wants to be here. He's he's kind of um threw a, a whole lot of those trade speculations away and talking about going to another team and said he wants to be here. He wants to win here. So hopefully it stays that way. Um, a lot of people talked about this off season where he bought a house out of LA and maybe that's the first part of him wanting to move and, and go to LA or go to another team. So hopefully that is not um, what's about to happen. So we shall see. With him buying a house, with him buying that house in L.A., that didn't scare me because everybody has a house in L.A. Like, Drew has a right. house in L.A. So, every player, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think KD was also looking at houses in L.A. Like, every player in the offseason purchased a house in L.A. So, it, that kind of scares a lot of the fake fans. But to me, that don't scare me. My, the thing that scared me was uh, him uh, parting ways with his agent and supposed and, – um, Rumor has that he's supposed to be signing with LeBron's agent, so that will scare me the most in him buying a house, purchasing a, a house in LA. I don't want a, I don't want to lose AD. I cried for two years straight after Chris Paul left, like literally cried. My I, I couldn't watch a Clippers game for two years because every time I seen him in a Clippers jersey, I cried. It it took me a while after that Chris Paul trade to really find my my own because he is my favorite player and AD is finding his way in my heart so AD if you are listening come see me okay we're going to talk about this if you feel that you need to leave don't just leave without talking to me because I will beat somebody up in this front office like but I don't I don't think he's going to leave I feel like he he's he's going to stay but when it comes to winning, that's all everybody wants to do. Everybody wants to win. And I I wouldn't blame him for going somewhere where he can win. But don't just get traded just to get traded. Like, don't just leave because you feel like the team is just not going anywhere. Stay and fight for it. 
I was always taught that you fight for what you want. And if you want it, you're going to fight for it. And I need everybody on that television That's team it. to fight for it. That's it. That is it. So, uh, in, in NBA news, uh, Jimmy Butler has told the Minnesota mm. Timberwolves he wants to be traded. Your thoughts on that? Herdy gave them a list of teams that he didn't want to go to. <laughs> yeah, there was about there were eight teams, eight teams that wanted him, and I think another ten teams that he didn't want to be traded to. Mm-hmm. But he wants to be traded. Very interesting. Very very interesting. So, They're saying it's it's some um, inner team conflict with him and Carl Anthony Thomas. I want to know how true that is. I don't want to be nosy and pry all in their business, but you know. That's what they're saying. So now, you know, it's 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 going to be a good training camp for the team uh, these next couple of weeks and going into the uh, pregame and going into uh, preseason. Well, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be exciting. The New Orleans, uh, the Pelicans open up against the Houston Rockets, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Yes. So that's going to be a very good game. I think um, I could see us winning that game. I, I really, you know, Houston has gotten rid of a few players. They made some moves, but I, I'm not a big fan of Houston, I think, because I think Chris Paul is chasing these rings and he's going to these different teams. He thought that he was going to win one with the Clippers. That didn't work out well. Now he jumped to Houston. That hasn't worked out just yet, so We'll see what so, all right. So let's 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 get these picks for tonight before we get out of here. The NFL picks for Week Three of the NFL season. We got the first game tomorrow night. We got the Jets at the Browns. I'm taking the Browns in this game. Who you got? <laughs> I'm definitely taking the Browns in this game. First two games they showed, yeah, the Jets mm-mm. ain't doing it for me. Ain't cutting it for me. Definitely going with Cleveland. All right, we got the the one o'clock game on Sunday. We have excuse me, I'm messing this up. We have the Packers at the Redskins. Ah man, I'm going with I'm going with the Redskins. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is not. I was just about to say it depends on how Aaron Rodgers is gonna um, if what he's gonna do if he's gonna sit out this game or not. But I'm gonna go with the Redskins on this one. They've been having a a good a, a decent season. Yeah, again, Aaron Rodgers is not going to be 100%, so I'm going with the Redskins in this one. All right, we have the Colts at the Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles. Mm, ain't, ain't been proving itself to me this season. I'm going to go with the Colts. Okay. I want to see Andrew Luck. I want to see him win a big one. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. We got the Bills at the Vikings. Oh, man. I'm going after, with the Vikings. Yeah, I'm going with the Vikings too. After a player retires at halftime, um, for the Bills, I'm going with the Vikings in this one. All right, <laughs> we got we got the Raiders at the Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins. Raiders haven't looked good this season. You know, Chucky has not gotten these boys together. Um, Marshawn Lynch has not been beast mode, so going with the Dolphins. Dolphins all day. All right. We got the Broncos at the Ravens. Broncos are 2-0 and right now. Um, 
Went with the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos. Yeah, I got the Broncos with this. The Ravens, they, they disappointed me last week. Um, I thought that they were going to win, and they did not pick them to win, so I'm going to definitely go with the Broncos this week. All right. Um, we got the Bengals at the Panthers. Oh, this is going to be a good game. Hmm. I think this is going to be a really That's good game. That's going to be a really good game. I'm going to go with Carolina, though. The big, but no. Dalton been doing it. Hmm. Man, this, this is gonna be. I, you know what? I changed that. I'm going. I'm gonna go. Um. I I switch. I'm not gonna go with Carolina. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Okay. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going Bengals also on that one. Going Bengals. All right. We um. We got. We have the Giants at the Texans. Oh man, this one here. That's gonna be a snooze fest. <laughs> yeah, somebody's gonna fall asleep on this one. I'm going with the Texans just because they're playing at home. That's the only reason. Can I why. go with a tie? Can I say tie since they had two ties? <laughs> we have us another tie this week. Zero zero. Nobody's gonna score. Like I'm just kidding. Right, um, I'm a, I'm gonna pick the Giants for this one. I'm gonna pick the Giants for this one. All right. We have the Titans at the Jaguars. I'm going Jags in this one. Jags looking pretty decent. They beat up on the... Uh, oh, yeah. The, so I'm going with the Jags. Definitely going with Jacksonville. All right. We got the, the 49ers at the Chiefs. They're going to the Kansas City, a loud stadium. I'm taking the Chiefs. Mm, Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. Definitely Kansas City. All day. All day. All right. Um... The four o'clock games, I'm sorry, the three o five kickoffs. We have the Chargers at the Rams. Mm, Chargers. No, 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 no. Yeah. Mm. I'm taking the Rams. Taking the Rams. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Chargers. All right. Uh we have the Cowboys at the Seahawks. I oh. am going Seattle all the way. Twelve men. Yes. They gonna they gonna win it. They got to. Russell got to prove something because that Monday night game. Yeah, we'll go, Bobby we'll go back. Bobby win. back. We got Seattle twelve man all the way. All right. Uh, we got the Chicago Bears against the um, the Arizona Cardinals. Um, oh, the I, Bears. That's a no brainer. I'm going Bears too on this one. The Bears. The Bears. And then we have the Sunday night matchup. We got the Patriots at the Lions. Hmm. I'm going to pick New England on this one. But the Lions, with their first game of the season, hmm. it was kind of rough for them. But uh, I'm, I'm going with New England here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to um, go New England also on this one. And then the Monday night kickoff, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got the Bucks because Fitzpatrick gonna do it again. <laughs> I'm going Bucks also on that one. That was all our NFL picks for week three of the NFL season. So a uh, big week of NFL, uh, NBA next week. By the time we do the show next week, training camp will have started. Um, there's going to be a lot of sports going on here 
at WTXG Radio. This, this is that uh, time of the year where it's just sports all over. We got college football. You're going to have the NBA getting ready to kick off. And you still got baseball on. And then you still have the NFL. Like, this is that time of the year where yes. everybody is just in rare form. And and also, before we get out of here, our um, the Tulane Green Wave will be facing the Ohio State Buckeyes this weekend in Ohio State. And, and, <sighs> very, um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough game for our Tulane Green Wave. So uh, say a prayer, a couple Hail Marys, whoever. Hopefully they don't get their head knocked off. But, um, yeah. Uh, Tulane Green Wave playing Ohio State. Um, I want to say the game is at 2 o'clock. Uh, I'll post. I'll have them posted on our WTXG sports page, the time of the game, and how you can watch it if you're a Tulane fan. So um, definitely check it out. So, um, Cece, what you got left before we uh, close out the show tonight? Anything, any last words? I'm good. I'm good this way. If y'all want, y'all can follow me on Twitter. That's at Lowkey. Um, You know, y'all can follow me. I'm not that bad on Twitter, I don't think. <laughs> yes, she is. Yes, she is. She's bad. <laughs> all in trouble. She's the bad influence on everybody. <laughs> Catch me basketball season is 10 times worse. It's going to be somebody in trouble. Y'all follow your boy at Big T <laughs> at DA1 Thomas G. Also follow WTXG Sports at WTXG underscore sports. Follow the radio station WTXG underscore talk underscore radio on Twitter. Check out our website WTXGTalkRadio.com For your boy Thomas Big T along with CC Harper, man. You've been tuning in Overtime Sports Talk. We'll see you next week. And uh, don't forget, say a prayer for our boy Nader, man. He had a death in the family. That's why he wasn't with us tonight. So definitely say a prayer for Nader and uh, his family. So um, hopefully he'll be back with us next week. So thank y'all for listening. We'll see y'all next Wednesday right here on WTXD Talk Radio. Y'all be good. Camera flash when I step up to the podium. Hey. Haters looking salty, easy on the sodium. Hey. You should plan to lose if you thinking about folding. Uh-huh. Even with a choice, think it's still no control. You don't can stop me. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Competition's none in the league of my